Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. Wherever you are, sit comfortably. Uncross your legs. Place your palms open on your lap. And if you're seated Indian style, just lean back against something um, and sit upright with your shoulders up and back and your palms open on your lap. And let's begin to breathe together. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath, and on the exhale, just release, relax, and let go. And breathe in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes, and on the exhale, just relax, release, and let go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being on the exhale, let go of what doesn't serve you. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes on the exhale, release, relax, and sink inward. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Release any fear you feel. And breathing in pure golden sunlight in your core, in your mind, in your whole body. On the exhale, relax, release, and let go. And this time, as you breathe in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking one thing you feel grateful for. And as you think of this one thing, this one small thing that you feel grateful for, breathe it in, breathe the gratitude in and exhale and release what doesn't serve you. And filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your entire body with pure golden gratitude, exhale, release and let go. Breathing in pure golden gratitude into your heart, into your mind, into your entire being. On the exhale, release, relax a little bit more. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude again to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Allow it to wash over you again like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. So today... I want to give you an idea for each, your mind 
for your body and for your spirit. An idea that you can do and you can take action on immediately. So let's start with the body. I would really encourage you to buy organic produce if you can afford it. Or think in terms of eating whole foods. This is so important for your nutrition to get away from all processed food that has chemicals in it. The chemicals that we eat in our food, the food colorings, all the things that are added to our foods, our bodies don't know how to process those. They create havoc in our gut. They create havoc in our system. Our system doesn't know how to process too much sugar, even in fruit. You know, you think you're doing such a good thing by making a fruit smoothie for yourself. I can't tell you how many of my friends who seem so healthy, they're thin, they're like vibrant, go into their doctors and they have their blood work done and they come back pre-diabetic. And their doctors ask them, well, what's your diet like? Oh, my diet's great. I start my day out with this beautiful fruit smoothie And then I have a kind bar at lunch and then I do this and all they're really doing is just spiking their insulin with, with fructose, which is sugar. When sugar hits your body, your body doesn't know the difference of what kind of sugar it is. So there's of course, great things about fruit. I'm not saying don't eat fruit. I'm just saying you might want to just revisit and kind of recalibrate how you start your day diet wise. How we start our day is how we live our day. And sometimes if we start our day with sugar, we crave sugar all day long. It's just what our insulin does. So you need to find your own pattern and what works for you. I really love to do the food sensitivity testing once a year because um, that really helps me determine what foods are really feeding my energy and nurturing me and what foods are taking away. Sometimes Sometimes it's surprising because it's usually the foods that we eat every single day, all the things that we just habitually eat that are the things that we're most sensitive to. And what that means is when it goes into your bloodstream, it creates this antibody. And once it creates that antibody to that thing, you've got a sensitivity and then it's no longer nurturing and nourishing you. It's taking energy away from you because your body feels like it has to fight that thing, once it has that antibody, it feels like it's a tax, it taxes your immune system. So what we want to do is put things in our bodies that nourish our immune system where our gut says, Oh yeah, I know what to do with that. Um, it's going to, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to turn this into good energy for you, not stored as fat. I'm going to, you're going to be able to utilize that energy. I mean, I'm not perfect on my diet by any means. In fact, I would say I'm very cyclical, even weekly. There's at least a day or two on the weekends where I just let myself eat what I want. And we call that kind of the 80-20 rule um, or the 80-15 rule. 15 to 20% of the time, you're kind of off the structure of your diet a little bit, like not terribly off. Like I'm not talking about you know, all day eating donuts and sugar and cookies or something like that. I'm talking about maybe a meal or two or having a snack or, you know, just being off what you would normally do during the week. I'm, I tend to be more structured, more careful during the week, more in my, um, 
workflow. So I'm, so I'm eating, you know, really healthy. I'm eating, um, less fat, less sugar, less, you know, more protein, higher protein, lean meat with vegetables. That's kind of my typical, I always allow myself something sweet every day. It's just what I do because I don't like to, um, deprive myself too much. So depri- deprivation is never a good thing in my book. So it tends to make me want to go just hog wild crazy if I'm depriving myself too much. So I tend to like let myself have a treat every day. Either it's going to be a midday treat or it's going to be right after dinner. But I do eat it with my dinner because I've uh, read that if you digest sugar with your dinner, it just it goes in with your food better and it kind of goes through your system better. You're less likely to store it as fat. So these are the things that I do. But mostly I just want to say an action item for your body today is just to choose really whole foods as much as possible whole foods. And, and then, you know, maybe think about doing some food sensitivity testing. Are you, um, sensitive to dairy? Don't eat dairy for four months and see how you feel. You know, I found out one time when I did food sensitivity testing that I was, um, sensitive to avocados, cashews, almonds, (laughs) cauliflower, all the things that I ate all the time. And I just took them out of my diet for four months and I felt so much better. And then you can bring them back into your diet slowly. You just you just want to vary your diet. Variety really is important to not eat all the same things all the time so you just don't build up that antibody resistance to those things. So that's my first thing. For your body, choose whole foods as much as possible. My second thing for your mind today is... Find your time of stillness where you can just breathe. This is so important for our minds to clear our minds. I don't know about you, but the busier I am, my mind gets really busy. And I absolutely have to do this a couple of times a day. I have to sit down in a quiet place and just close my eyes and breathe and focus on my breath. Now, I have... Um, practice transcendental meditation. And I love transcendental meditation TM because they give you, um, if you ever have the opportunity to take a TM course through transcendentalmeditation.org, you can find a TM teacher in your area. They're all over the place. And they do a spiritual ceremony and give you your own mantra. And it's something that you keep secret, but it's really, it's a, it doesn't mean anything. It's a mantra that doesn't mean anything. It's basically two syllables and it allows your mind to go to a mantra while you're meditating. And I really love that practice because minds will wander. It's impossible to do meditation and not have your mind wander. It's actually proven that your mind is going to wander, and that's actually a de-stressing mechanism, and they teach you all about this in TM. Even if you don't practice TM, though, you can go to Insight Timer. You can do meditations through them. You can. There's so many different places, Calm app. There's different apps that you can find um, and, and do meditations with them. And they will lead you through mindfulness meditations, all sorts of different meditations. Deepak Chopra has beautiful meditations. But whatever you do, it's important to at least once, twice a day, do a golden pause, still your mind, allow yourself to breathe, allow yourself to let your mind clear. 
clear from the clutter, clear from the stress, clear from the busyness, so important to your mental health and well-being. And we and we think in terms of taking care of our soul, we're thinking in terms of mind, body, and spirit. What can you do for your spirit? So the third thing I want to say about spirit is that what really depletes us is when we um, are not aligned with what we value in our actions. This can be so depleting to your energy. Now, I'm not suggesting there there are things in our world that we um, don't like to do that we have to do. We all have those things. I mean, believe me, in my business, there's things that I do. I don't really want to do them, but I don't have somebody else to do them, so I take care of them. You know, this is where this is where I always say, you know, not sweating the small stuff doesn't mean you don't take care of the small stuff. You do. And not sweating the small stuff is is just not letting yourself get boggled down by minor annoyances and irritations and life small stuff that takes away from your big, you know, your big contribution or your big energy that you want. I want to talk about for this last action item for you to do is I challenge you to do one of two things this next week. If you find yourself to be what I call a no person all the time, like you're just garnering yourself so tightly where you're like, no, I don't want to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. I encourage you to pick three things that you would generally say no to and say yes to them and see what it's like to do that. And in fact, we can all do both exercises in one week. Pick three things that you generally say no to and say yes to them and see how you feel when you do them. At the end of the time that you practice that thing that you didn't want to do or you didn't think you want to do, if you still don't want to do it, don't ever say yes to it again. Because my next thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is only say yes to the things you're a big yes to. Richard and I have always had this saying And a lot of people have that when you're not a hundred percent, yes, you're a no. So ask yourself, am I a hundred percent? Yes. To this pick three things. If you're a hundred percent, yes to it, say yes. If you're not a hundred percent, then practice saying no. One of the most important things that we can all learn to do for our spirits to ignite inspiration in us is to Either garner your energy for the things that really captivate your excitement and attention or experience something new and not garner your energy if you're in a rut and you tend to say no to things. So these are the opposite of the same coin, but both have the ability to nurture your spirit. Both have the ability to inspire you. Change and change of routine inspires you. Garnering your energy for the things that you're a big yes to, it also inspires you. It gives you what you need and you're honoring what you're called to do. You have the energy to the things that are a big yes to you with your life's purpose or with whatever you need for your day. I hope that you have found this episode uh, inspiring And come back and listen again. Don't sweat the small stuff. We are living the big stuff. This is Christine Carlson. Thank you for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author and beloved teacher, Christine Carlson. 
Learn more about Christine's upcoming retreats, online courses, public speaking events, and more at christinecarlson.com and don'tsweat.com.